Awesome. Merhaba. Merhaba. Welcome to Dizzy for Dizzy. I'm Kristen. I'm Ashley. And we're going to talk about volume five That's of right. Eric Kenji Koosh, which I really liked this episode. This was the best episode so far. It, I agree. For it's sure. So good. And I, yeah, there was certain stuff I was looking forward to, but there was other things that I didn't realize also went on in this yeah. episode because I binged through it so quickly the first time. Yep. Episodes just kind of blend. So, yeah, there's a lot of good stuff. This thing, but this episode was chock full of great really, stuff. Yeah, really good really moments good and stuff. stuff. Um, but, yeah, so how was your week? I haven't seen you since last Friday. Yeah, because my life is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> after this week, it should be more calm. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know how much to say. It's like, do people really care? care. Yeah, but work has just been really crazy. I I feel like the entire month of April has been insane. And I'm just now getting a break. Feeling caught up. Yeah, but I don't have – my next few weeks are going to be much, much easier, which I really appreciate. So, And my main season of busyness Mm -hmm. is pretty much over with. Which means we'll probably have more content coming your way, guys. Um, yeah, I, let's see, I read a lot this week, so Mm. I'm actually, I just checked my Goodreads, I finished my 51st book for the year, and my whole goal was 52. Nice. So, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna make it. Probably. (laughs) wondering if I should extend it, maybe not double it, because I'm not always gonna have time to read 50 books in a matter of just a couple of months. Right. I might up it. And then, also... Uh, you won't care about this, but I do. <laughs> Taylor Swift just came out with new music. So I've had that on repeat for the last like 12 hours. Yeah, I'm not a Swifty, but Kristen <laughs> yes, is. Yes, I am. And She's a diehard Swifty. I am a diehard Swifty. So <laughs> if any of you are out there, actually, I know one of you is Emily, because I just commented to her on our Instagram. Oh, that's right. Um, so I know at least one of our listeners is also a Swifty. And in Netflix news, the Protector season two That's just came right. out today because we're recording on Friday, even yep. though you guys won't be hearing this till Wednesday. So the Protector season two is out. And I just saw on Facebook that someone posted that uh, Kivanch has his newest movie mm-hmm. out on Netflix too. So that's a couple right. things to watch if you need a little break in between episodes of Eric and Jikush. Yeah. So a couple kind of not housekeeping things, but I mean, um, we. Okay, so after our third episode released, we got um, a message from Milena and uh, on Instagram. So hi, hi, Milena. Hi. And she was just saying um, that we were talking about all of these different moments in that episode, and she brought up something that we actually missed. She said uh, something I noticed you didn't mention, which I believe was in the third episode was when Sanem was talking with the makeup artist because he had a beard. Mm-hmm. She was trying to find out whether he could be her albatross. John notices and then – John notices them exchanging phone numbers and immediately gets jealous and tells her to get back to work. Yes. This is the first time he acts out due to his jealousy. And I we totally missed that Both part. of us did. Yeah. I mean, I remember it. As soon as she brought it up, mm-hmm. I was like, how did we not talk about that? Yeah. Because that is like kind of pivotal. Because the guy is way into her mm-hmm. and John is like, what is happening? Uh-huh. And really, she's right. That's the first time that you see him Act exhibiting jealousy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I want to thank Milena for pointing that out. Yes. Um, thank you, girl. Yeah. Because 
So yeah, if we miss stuff or if we don't mention something that you thought was kind of pivotal to mm-hmm. an episode, then feel free to message us or yeah, comment reach out. and say, hey, uh, you guys didn't talk about this part that I really loved. Mm-hmm. Um, and then maybe we can mention it. I mean, there's so much that happens. Not to excuse ourselves. No. But these episodes are so long, mm-hmm. so sometimes it can be hard to catch every To gloss over things. things yeah. yeah, it can be easy to gloss things over. But – I appreciate her her bringing that up, especially yes. such a big moment. Yeah, because that really is a big one. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And yeah. the fact that we both missed it, I'm glad someone pointed it out to us. Right. And then our question of the week this week when we released episode four. Let me go back to it. So was, last week, technically. Yeah, last <laughs> week. Excuse me. Was when do you think John fell for Sun M? What was the moment his heart and mind realized they'd been captured by this woman? So we mentioned um, that personally, I think it was on the boat during uh, episode four Mm -hmm. when they were just kind of having their – I think that was just the moment when he realized it. And I think that the proof of that moment was the fact that he called Pauline right after that. So we got some comments of you guys answering the question. Uh, Milena again. Mm -hmm. We appreciate your uh, interaction with us. (laughs) Yeah. So she says, I think from the very first look when she was trash talking him, he's been intrigued. (laughs) The kiss and the scent and him finding out they were one and the same solidified what was already festering. So from the last scene in episode one, he was already a goner. Her insanity and innocence were all just a plus. Episode is in my top. Episode four is in my top five. I love Caveman John. We do too. And the look, ooh, the look. You know which one <laughs> melts me. <laughs> so yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, and I think you have a very good point that from the beginning he's been intrigued by mm-hmm. her. Absolutely. Uh, Fatima says, "I've thought about this, and I really do think John properly acknowledged that he had fallen in love with Sanem in episode three when he was sitting." With with Arzu and realized she was not the one he wanted to have dinner with. And that was a really good moment that we yes. did talk about. Yep. And I I don't think you're wrong either. I think there's a few different times that could definitely have been it. Yeah. That any of us could be right. It's really hard to pick mm-hmm. one particular moment. It's true. Uh, but, you know, that's part of the fun is mm-hmm. um, figuring out exactly if we had to pointed out right what we thought was the actual moment he he really falls for her i agree so yeah so thanks you guys for um telling us telling us that stuff yeah we and like to hear your thoughts and yeah that's kind of the whole point of this to get different perspectives and uh-huh. yeah and to meet new ek fans they don't have a name so i don't i don't know i to, know i don't know we call them early birds yeah, we should. That's Our early nice, birds. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right, so we're going to refer to you guys as early birds from now on. <laughs> All right, so a lot happens. A lot happens. I episode. I actually wrote a quick little summary. I don't know if you did because I felt like you had to do I it the last couple weeks. I always just take little notes as I go through, but okay. if you wrote, go for it. Okay, so I get our little summary of what happened in case you haven't watched this episode as recently as we have. We open up to the same closing scene from episode four. Uh, John drags Sun M out of the party. They uh, kind of have a little chit chat before jumping into his truck, and they wind up going to this hut because he that he ends up telling her, you know, this is his hut that he goes to when mm-hmm. he kind of wants to get away. Um, and he develops his photos there. That's where he's also going to make them dinner. 
They wind up actually staying the whole night mm-hmm. uh, due to some unforeseen circumstances that come up that we'll go into more deeply <laughs> as we discuss the episode. Like alcohol. Uh-huh. <laughs> <And> <laughs> so the next morning uh, when John's driving Sun M back home, he has all – at this point, he now has all the info he needs regarding the grocery store that mm-hmm. the items once owned. Uh, Metin's assistant calls him. To let him know. So he's basically able to blackmail Isan into selling the store back to the Idens at mm-hmm. a fair price. Uh, later that day, Fabri shows up at Fikri Harika and wants to apologize to John because I guess I did miss this part at the beginning. Uh, JJ basically had to make it seem like John and Sunem were a couple mm-hmm. because uh, Fabri was very offended by John just up and leaving away. the party yeah. with Sun M. So JJ basically kind of like made up, oh, there are a couple. He just must have been offended. Whatever. So Fabri now shows up to apologize to John first and also to invite everyone to this team building camp he's having with all of the companies that work for – or all the agencies that work for his company to kind of, you know, get to know each other. Right. Because he ended up hiring both Fikri Haruka and Eileen. Correct. Um, he – then again, due to something else, he winds up thinking that not only is John M together, but that they're engaged. engaged yeah. So now, if anybody's keeping tally, Son M has two fake fiancés. That's right. That she has to keep up the facade of. Um, Emre also lets Son M know, hey, I need you to get a hold of the photos that John took of you. Right. I need those. Basically, you know, they're going to help with whatever mission, you know, whatever mission it is that he's... <laughs> Yeah, which I still don't really – anyway. Yeah. Anyways, he needs Sonem to steal the photos. Yeah. Um, Osman gets talked into coming to camp mm-hmm. so that Sonem can keep up her facade of having a fiancé with her coworkers mm-hmm. because her coworkers all think she's engaged to Osman. And the invitation for camp was extended to spouses. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So once they're at camp, it's basically chaos because – Sanem has to keep up this facade of two fiancés, depending on who's around. She's bouncing back and forth between John and Osman. And then, of course, we've got some Eileen and Emre drama thrown in the midst of this. And we end the episode with John pulling Sanem aside and telling her she doesn't have to keep pretending if she doesn't want to. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole thing with that. So that's basically the episode in a quick little nutshell. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think, yeah, now we can dive in. Yeah. That was a much more efficient synopsis than I have given previously. It can be hard to sum everything up because it so is much hard. Really does. Well, happen. yeah, it's not that yours and weren't efficient. They're. I think you can summarize, and it could still take you forty-five minutes just to summarize exactly. the episode. So I just tried to jot down as soon as I finished the episode, yeah. like. Yeah. Well, like, the, that what those are all the happened. main big things. That right. Really without happened. talking too much about it. Exactly. So that we don't stomp over ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's get into it. Yes. Such a good episode. So I was already good. looking forward to this episode mm-hmm. because of the end of four. And when I realized what like the last 30, 40 minutes entails, I was even happier because I totally forgot that was the whole camp thing was also a part exactly. of this episode. So well, that was so the main good. thing that I remembered from this episode, which was is, the camp portion. See, and I so basically remembered the, the hut at the beginning. Mm-hmm. So. so let's, first of all, mm-hmm. there are so many good quotes in this episode. Yes, there really 
really are. It's unbelievable. I wrote down so many things. Oh, good. Like, even straight from the beginning, mm-hmm. when they're running away together, mm-hmm. and John tells Sun M, never mind the contract, it's not more important than you. Yes. But even though he backpedals. Well, he does backpedal. <laughs> but we're going to pretend that he doesn't. Yes. Because the essence of what he, like... Mm-hmm. The truth is coming out of him. Oh, yeah. He can't help it. Mm-hmm. So he, and no matter what, whether or not he backpedals, he did. Yeah. He did His say little heart her. can't contain itself anymore. That's right. That's right. Um, and there was some, there were some funny quotes as well. Like, um, <laughs> I wonder if you're about to say at something the hut, I haven't written down. Oh, at okay. the hut when John is shirtless, <laughs> chopping wood. Mm-hmm. His very, I wrote that he, <laughs> Is chopping wood a la Winston? <laughs> so when he's chopping wood, and of course he has to take his shirt off. Because Naturally. Why would you want to sully your shirt with sweat yeah. of hard work? And Sun M is freaking out and looking at him. And then she says, get me out of this soap opera moment, dear God. <laughs> so, okay. So I was watching a different translation. What did she say on yours? <laughs> and she's like, oh, Lord, please get me out of this uh pink movie moment pink movie (laughs) i still don't even understand what a soap opera mood is what is that supposed to i think i think took pink movie as like a romantic you know maybe maybe Um, that's a term a turkish term yeah like a chick flick any turkish listeners please tell us what is a pink movie moment it must be I don't, and she yeah. does that hand wave thing again, like in front of her face. Like, am I really seeing what right, I'm seeing? To kind of wake and, herself uh-huh, up mm-hmm. because of the scene in front of her. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so oh. funny. Mm-hmm. Another really good one is um, when I not Eileen, Ihan, um, and Osman are at home, and Layla comes over and she's freaking out because she doesn't know where Sanem is. Uh-huh. Also, another really good thing. This is the second time that. Layla and Sanem have kind of stood up for each other. Yes, they've been very sisterly. They have, which is really nice to see. Um, But Layla comes over because she doesn't know where Sanem is and she's kind of freaking out. And uh, (laughs) Osman is irritated because the door is... uh, The doorbell's ringing and he's watching his soccer game. And he's like, you go get it, you go get it. Well, then the second he figures out that it's Layla, his attitude totally changes. Jumps up off that chair. And Ihan says, your charisma is ruined in one second. Yes, because she was just telling him how attractive he is. Uh And like she should put his picture on her website. And then as soon as he turns to Mush because he realizes it's Layla, she's She's like, like, well, there went your attraction. There goes all your charisma (laughs) ruined in one second by the ice queen. I liked in the opening scene when they're waiting for, when John and Son M are waiting for his truck. And, you know, kind of to go with when he said, you know, he can't act that way around you and Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. And she kind of gets defensive and is like, well, I can defend myself. Let's go back. Yeah. And she's about to walk back to the party and he goes, I'm not going back. So are you coming? Mm -hmm. And then she kind of goes, she totally changes because she was like bound and determined to stomp herself back into that party. Yeah. But something's pulling her to him. Yeah. And she says, okay, I'm coming. I don't know so much about these velvety parties anyways. <laughs> velvety party. <laughs> I don't remember what my translation said about that. It, probably, it might have said fancy. It was probably something more practical, yeah. but this one something makes me laugh. boring, like fancy instead of velvety. So velvety parties. I'm going to start describing them that way now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we also get um, the first time that John 
technically admits that he is the albatross to Sun M. Mm-hmm. But she's drunk and she doesn't isn't gonna remember it, obviously. I know. So but that whole hut scene, I mean, if we're talking Okay, I had the hardest time figuring out a swooniest moment uh-huh, because there's... I was like, okay, I need a swooniest, I need a hold your breathiest, I, I need an adorableist, I need a sweetest and a meltiest. <laughs> I had it's too hard many. to separate them. Oh man, I I ended up picking for my swooniest when John takes care of Jackal because mm-hmm. I he's just fixing the situation, yep. and I love how he's like, "Who are you?" Uh, Jakal asks him that. I'm and an then, obsessed man. Uh-huh, obsessed I'm obsessed with you. with you. And then he makes sure that Jakal gives the chocolate to yes, Sunnam. That was exactly what I wrote down for, I think, my favorite. It's such a small little thing, but as he's walking out the door from the grocery, he knows that she's going to be hungry. He's like, uh, give this to the youngest daughter. She'll be hungry. And hands Jakal the this like little chocolate It's bar. a chocolate. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. And just because he's thinking about her yep. in the most practical way. And he's not even trying to do it for credit. Right. Because they have no idea that John's the one, you right. know, who did this for them. Why yep. the market's even being sold back to them. But he's just concerned about her. That's his. That's the second time he's concerned about her hunger this episode because, again, when they're in the truck leaving on the way to the hut, he's like, hey, are you hungry? Mm-hmm. And it's funny because Son M has a bit of a realization here too. And she goes, yes, I'm very hungry. When I'm with you, my stomach begins to rumble. Is this normal or psychological? <laughs> And John's like, um, it's not exactly rumbling, but okay. So I don't know if there was like some double entendre meaning there. I don't know. Or what, but I loved that because it's she's... definitely a theme though mm-hmm. that runs through the entire Because she's show. even recognizing like, yeah, I'm hungry when I'm with you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I thought that the sweetest moment was what I called the bad king dance mm-hmm. when she just snuggles up next to him and I mean, again, she's a little under the influence of alcohol, mm-hmm. so her but her inhibitions are down mm-hmm. and it's all coming out. Yep. So she just tells she tells him you owe me a dance yep. because they didn't dance at the party yep. after he had tried to come and save her from Fa- from Fabri the first time. Yep. But she says you owe me a dance and then she just snuggles all up to him and, and he, he loves it. Absolutely loves it. Yeah. Um so my Sweetest moment actually didn't have anything to do with John M. Oh, I really liked when now that Niha and Mevkabe have the store back. Yes, if you remember, because they were going uh, before it actually got sold to Isan for for sure. Mm-hmm. Mevkabe kind of lost her mind a little bit because she was like upset over losing the store, right? And she just started giving everything away mm-hmm. to people. Like, well, fine, if he's going to buy this market, he's buying an empty one. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, just gives a bunch of stuff away for free. Well, they bought it back the same way because Jacal doesn't really know what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And um, anyhow, so they don't really have a lot of product to sell when right. they get the market back. And they're kind of concerned. Cause it's like, well, how are we supposed to start earning money? We don't have stuff to sell. And Ihan and Muzo went around the entire neighborhood to let people know like, hey, you know, they have it back. Um, and anyone who had like a debt or had a tab – yeah. They got them to pay it off so that they'd have money. And I just thought that was so – that was just such a sweet thing. It yeah. Such really a sweet, sweet moment. Yeah. So that was actually my sweetest. I agree. I thought that was so great. And the whole neighborhood obviously really appreciates that. Yeah. So yeah. It just – yeah. The Iden family is very loved. It made the reunion 
of them with the market even better. Yes. Yeah. I agree. I did for Meltiest. Mm-hmm. I did, okay, again, at the hut. So, so many good, many good moments. moments at that dang hut. So I said, John putting her to bed and then waking her up with tea. With tea. And the way that he's looking at her, like he just I adores her more know. than anything in the entire universe. I totally agree. That and the way they say good morning to each other, mm-hmm. he's like, good night, Din. And then mm-hmm. she kind of like wakes up, realizes where she is. And she, I don't know, just the way her voice is a little raspy, mm-hmm. a little like, a little dreamy well and she's looking at him mm-hmm. dreamily oh, at first absolutely. until she realizes what actually happened mm-hmm. and why she's there in the morning and then she freaks out well, right but what kind of another moment of her inhibitions are down for that moment and she's just so happy to see him and she's like good night uh-huh. like oh that was so sweet in the mm-hmm. way and right you know right before that scene too when he actually puts her to bed and he like moves her hair uh-huh. out of her face and then he Kind of just plays with it until that scene plays out. He doesn't just move her hair. Then he's kind of like running his fingers through uh-huh. her while she sleeps. And then, you know, we go to the next morning. But right. so I just like to imagine he probably played with her hair for a while <laughs> until he fell asleep too. Yep. yep. Another really good uh, moment that I thought was stinking adorable was, again, at the hut when um, John goes to get the wood for the fire, mm-hmm. for the meat on fire. Yeah, for the, um, yeah, the meat on charcoals, <laughs> uh-huh. what mine said. Uh-huh. And then Sanem puts music on and starts dancing around yes. like a big fat dork, mm-hmm. which I think is amazing because yep. totally <laughs> she's agree. not just this all the time poised, perfect woman mm-hmm. and she's dweeby and dorky and who among us is not. And so she's literally I love that. She's literally dancing like nobody's watching. Yeah, and she has his big clothes on. Mm-hmm. I just love how dweeby it is. Me and too. John comes in and he sees her He's like, and his mm-hmm. face is so smitten he clearly thinks she's ridiculously adorable Uh uh-huh he's standing there he's holding his big old stack of chopped or not chopped wood yet but the wood he's collected and he's just and he's just watching her and (laughs) he's just so amused and like enchanted Mm -hmm. and it's the cutest and then adorablest yes definitely the adorablest (laughs) moment i don't think i'm going to disagree with you on very many of these I thought another I don't I don't know if it really qualifies for anything, but mm-hmm. when they're actually sitting down to eat dinner. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Okay. And, <laughs> and Molly, let's get into it. <laughs> so they finally sit down for dinner at the hut. This meat on charcoal they've been talking about all day. Yes. I thought it was funny because it's like nighttime by the time they're eating. Yeah, how long does it take them like, to especially make when, a salad yeah, and grill and some grill meat? some meat? Especially because he asked her probably hours ago at this point are you hungry mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure that when they left the <laughs> it was party, daylight it was daylight uh-huh. i mean what was it maybe late afternoon right so anyhow yeah too much time has passed for how small of a plate yeah they each ate but whatever they finally sit down for dinner and she he offers her wine she's like no no like it basically makes me babble and talk and he's like oh yeah that would be terrible because mm-hmm. he probably just wants to hear anything she has to say um she takes a bite of the meat and she's like, this is so delicious. She's like, I have a special word for this, but you'll probably make fun of me. So, and he's like, well, now I have to know what it is. Yes. And it's babishko when it's meat that she really likes, which 
again, if anybody knows, I tried to Google this. Okay. And nothing really comes up. I'm assuming it has something to do with a baby because baby in Turkish is bebek. True. And the the way on my translation, mm-hmm. it looked like it was bebez, like that's the that's how they spelled, spelled it, it okay in so english or whatever english sort of version okay is. so the translation on mine was b-e-b-i-s-h-k-o babishko oh. and i looked that up which came up a lot of russian so yeah. i don't know if it's just that's the way it's spelled so yeah if anybody actually knows what hmm. this terminology is yeah we want to know about it tell us um otherwise it just must be like a cutesy funny word that she made up as a kid i'm guessing because yeah. she says you know i've been saying that since i was little yeah, I figure it has something to do – yeah, something cutesy, yeah. little, maybe something – Right. That's why I was kind of thinking baby or yeah. baby Either way, John's amused by it. Yeah. He thinks it's – he thinks it's cute. He even, like, repeats the word. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she goes, since I was a kid, um, you know, I've called it that. And then she also points out, you know, that the meat's so good that even Osman would be jealous mm-hmm. of his – of John's grill skills. <laughs> and John's – spidey senses immediately go up and he's like and who's osman uh-huh and she's like oh he's our town butcher you know he's oh, i've known him since i grew we were up kids. With him. yeah he's yeah. ihan's brother you met ihan she kind of tells him a little bit about her childhood so right. she's starting to open up a little bit yep uh yeah and we also discover when john goes to pick up his wine glass it's empty but yeah, he hasn't be- really had much yep well he because she declines but mm-hmm. then the second he puts the glass down she starts she starts drinking, drinking so yeah our girl's inhibitions are already starting to uh go down yep and then we go to our quick ihan osman scene which you kind of brought up already mm-hmm. and then we flash back to the hut again yep and at this point our girl is gone she is drunk John basically is like, hey, I need to go finish developing those photos. Basically kind of leaves her out with the food and everything. Yeah. Develops his photos. He comes out and is like, okay, I can take you home. I'm done. She's like, "Uh uh-uh, my work's not done yet. And she walks into the hut, puts on a record Mm -hmm. and a very much slower song than the last one she danced to comes on. She basically says, come on, Evil King, you owe me a dance. And he's like, Evil King, but whatever. She just said she wants to dance with me, so <laughs> they go out and dance. Yep. And you liked this moment. Yes. You already kind of touched on this moment a little bit. Yep. This is when they're kind of swaying and it's, you know, she's losing her balance and he's just kind of holding her in place, but mm-hmm. he's entertained by it and he's kind of smiling and laughing and just looking at her with this adoration. And he's like, Son M, do you think that it's maybe time that we talk? And then he confesses the albatross you've been looking for. It's me. And it's like, <gasps> I feel like that's the can't breathiest because. Oh, see, I. You got something else. Mm-hmm. So it's can't breathiest because the first time I watched this, I was like, <gasps> he told her. And then literally half a second later, you realize Jesus, she like, didn't hear him. Yeah. She's like passed out. Yeah. And he's basically just holding her up. So it's can't breathiest for a very short amount of time because <laughs> your bubbles burst. Yeah. But he said it out loud. Like he had the courage to say it out loud. Mm-hmm. So we're getting somewhere. Like yes. he's for sure in love with this woman now. It has happened. He would not admit who he was to a woman who is engaged as far as he knows mm-hmm. that, hey, I'm the one you kissed. I'm the one you've been looking for. Mm-hmm. So if you weren't convinced up to this point. He is absolutely 100% in love with her oh, at this yeah. point, in my mind. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for me, the hold your breathiest moment was the blindfold game. Oh, so that one's so good. There's a lot of stuff that happens. So when they go to the camp, there are all these 
really good there are some really funny moments oh yeah um and there are some other i actually i guess mostly i thought there were really funny moments at the camp Mm -hmm. but part of there are all these competitions that they're doing between the two teams eileen's team and fikri harika and they decide to have two people one person from each team they have to try to uh identify people from both teams basically mm-hmm. blindfolded so just by feel can, and I, touch yes so um they pick sanem and eileen so they line up six people five or six people uh and it's a mixture of the people that they actually work with and people from the other team and they have to try to figure out who is who so sanem is going through and as she's doing this and getting some right getting some wrong Ghoulies goes over and recruits John, who hadn't wanted to participate. Mm-hmm. He was telling them, oh, go on without me. No no worries. I'll be over here. But Ghoulies comes over and recruits him and tells him, come, come do this with us. Come play the game. So he comes over and he's the last one in line. Mm-hmm. And Sanem starts to feel him up. Basically. And, uh, now, mind she, you, she identifies everybody else within a, or not within just a couple seconds. Right. <laughs> Yeah, but and and it's funny because their faces are so close during, so close. during this time. Um and she's feeling his face and she's just she's kind of like stroking very his beard gently. at one point and uh-huh. it's so intimate. Yep. And she's very mm-hmm. gently um touching him and feeling his face and obviously she knows who it is. Oh yeah, and he's not hating it either. Right. <laughs> Well, and he kind of prepares himself. I, for some reason, the way he takes off his sunglasses before she does mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> but um, then she lies and um, says that it's – she doesn't know, basically. Yeah. It ruins However, the moment. However, it does ruin the moment, but I can understand why she would do that because mm-hmm. she's still very upset because she only recently found out about Polen. Yes. So – Right, yeah. Earlier at work, mm-hmm. Ghoulies, of course, because Ghoulies is our gossip of yep. Fikri Harika. And she comes up in conversation. Poland mm-hmm. comes up in conversation. Because um, Ghoulies is basically like, hey, we haven't met your fiancé. And, uh, you know, John has his girlfriend. So, and, and Sonnen's kind of like, wait, what? Who? Yeah. She's like, so Poland spills mm-hmm. the beans. And then after that, Sanem gets really upset because she was obviously starting to have feelings for mm-hmm. this guy. And not only is Emery telling her that he's a bad guy, but now she sees that he actually has a girlfriend and he's been mess- kind of messing with her. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's rightfully upset. I would be upset too if I were in that situation. Oh, completely. And she gets mad and she takes it out on him when they have their fake dinner Mm -hmm. with Fabri, which we'll have to talk about. Yes. Um, And then it's kind of continues on. Yes. And she's still upset with him at the camp. Yeah. So it's now spilled into the camp. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about that dinner though. Oh, yes. Okay. So I have things written down about that. Yes. Me too. Okay. So Fabri thinks that John and Sanem are engaged Mm -hmm. and he invites them out to dinner to celebrate. Yes. So at that dinner with him and Mina – um they're asking how they met and john and sanem are pretending to be engaged so there's and you can just tell it's torture for sanem she's like 
She's got the smile plastered on her face, but you can tell it's completely fake. Yeah, because she's still really she's mad still at really him. she's really mad. This and is- she just, when he picked her up, she just walked in on him charming the parents. Yes. And she they're got- cracking up. Yes. And she's like, what on earth? She gets home and is like, mom, dad, I have to go out for work again tonight. To do this really boring thing. <laughs> yeah. To I do love this- how boring is such an insult in Turkish. I know. They're always, if they're irritated or something, they they'll say be they're like, bored. I'm so bored. <laughs> yes. I'm bored. I have to go do this boring thing, uh-huh. mom and dad. <laughs> Everything is boring. But then she hears their laughter and she walks into the kitchen and there's John Bay charming the pants off of yep. Mokabe and Niha. And she's like, oh, Lord. And just kind of like walks away. So now they're at this dinner. And it's so funny because like you said, when Fabri's like, and how did you two lovebirds meet? And they both get, at the same time, give two different locations as to where they met. Yep. (laughs) And they have to sort of stumble to put together a story now that makes sense for these two locations. One is in Turkey Mm -hmm. and one is in Paris. Yep. Sanem's the one who said Turkey, obviously. Mm -hmm. And so John's basically like, oh, okay, sweetheart. Well, do you want to tell the first part of how we met? Yeah. And she kind of like has gritted teeth and she's like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) mm-hmm. And her story is like, well, I was at this fish restaurant and it was like a certain kind of fish. Manti, I think, is the Monty fish. Is, Monty is like a, like almost like a ravioli kind of a thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Why did I think it was fish? Anyhow. So. They're like dumplings. Okay. Of a sort. Yeah. So a Monty restaurant. Mm-hmm. And she says, <laughs> the whole part just makes me laugh. Sorry. Probably going to giggle my way through this. Because she's like, I'm, you know, sitting down eating my Monty and John arrogantly walks in and mm-hmm. the restaurant has sold out of of Monty. Mm-hmm. And John's like, oh, that's John in the present at dinner is like, oh, that's strange that a Monty restaurant would run out of Monty. But OK. And she's like, yep, they did. And basically that she felt bad for him because she goes, oh, I could just see the miserable look on his face. So I selflessly shared my portion with Mm -hmm. him and let him share my food and that's how they first met yeah now i wrote down his a good chunk of his portion okay yes share it do it because because i'll i'll read through it and then i because i had some thoughts right after watching it okay um so they each take turns of telling how they met which they're both obviously making up stories because clearly they're not together but Sanam tells the first part and then she asks John, sweetie, do you want to tell about Paris? And so (laughs) he says that he was in Paris and it was raining and he is in the line to the cinema basically to get inside from the rain. And he says, an amazing scent came to me. Mm -hmm. It was the best scent I've ever smelled in my life. Well, it was half dark. Her back was turned to me. I couldn't move because of excitement. Then she lightly turned her head and I saw Sanem. I tried to pull myself together. I tapped her shoulder. I asked her if she remembered me. Then after that day, I became addicted to her scent, as you can see. So it's so interesting to me because I feel like you can tell in that scene Mm -hmm. that what he's saying is basically the truth. It's essentially the truth. Yeah. We just changed some small details. And exactly, because when they first met... It was in the dark, Mm -hmm. and it was her scent that intrigued him, Mm -hmm. and he had to kind of pull himself together, and then from that day, 
he has been addicted to her scent. And yep. that is absolutely 100% true. Oh, yeah. He changed a little bit of it, but I just loved. And I think that in the scene, you can tell that Sanem is figuring out that it's not 100% false what he's right. saying because she looks over at him and she kind of gets this look on her face uh-huh. because of the look in his eye. Yes. There's this like dawning that happens in her face. Yeah. Because the way he's telling the story, I mean, he's watching her the whole time. He's basically telling the story. Yeah. So you can see, like, in his eyes, this is 100% a confession. Yep. Masked by, you know, a different location. Yeah. For it to have taken place. Well, and after the fact, um, and again, this is after she found out about Polen, and she's been really mad, and she's trying to still be Mm -hmm. mad at him. Uh Uh-huh. And after the dinner, he goes and he drops her off, and mm-hmm. they just don't say a word to each other. He try, he does right before she is about to get out. He's like, yeah. "Sanem," and man, I wish I knew what he was going mm-hmm. to say because, of course, she doesn't. She's just like, "Good night, John Bay." Yeah. Gets out of the car, and leaves. walks away. Yeah, it's like, oh, what was he gonna say? Yeah, man, after a moment like that, whoo. Yep, it was it was really good. So I really loved the parallel of what he said with I totally their actual agree. first meeting. I totally and agree. how. This is obviously something that he's really thought about. Right. Since they met. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, because it rolled off of his tongue way more easily yeah. than her story rolled off of hers. Yeah, it absolutely did. It was like he didn't even have to think about Mm-mm. it at all. Oh, man. Okay, what about angry stuff? Stuff, scenes that made you angry or stabby or cringy? I mean, I feel like most of that stuff has to do with Emre and Eileen mm-hmm. almost always in these first few episodes. Yes. Um, so far i really did not like and again they're both terrible people but i still just eileen has this weird control over she does yeah and it's so unhealthy because in a particular scene it happens not long after fabri decides once and for all to let fikri harika keep the job yes he gives eileen a bone by basically saying like well you can handle all of our digital stuff but you know the main advertising is going to be done with john's company yeah so Eileen's stewing about it because the plan didn't work for her to get it. Emery's over there like, okay, well, you know, calm down. What's done is done. Like, mm-hmm. we'll figure this out. And she completely insults him. And yes, she is like – I wrote that part down she's too. She's like, you have no backbone, uh-huh. no ambition. Uh-huh. Your brother does, but yes, you don't. Unfortunately, you don't have it. And, and I wrote that exact scene down. Yeah. And yeah. it's like – Oh my gosh, like yeah. this is the man you claim to love. Because yep. here's the thing. A woman scorned, okay? She whatever happened that got her kicked out of the company. Right. Emery loves her. Right. I, I could even though they're still villains, I can kind of accept what they're doing in a sense of like right. well they feel like they were completely screwed over. Right. They're you can see love. where their motivation comes yes, from. Yes, where their motivation comes from. Yeah. Like they're in love and so he wants to help her get a good company going off the ground mm-hmm. and all okay. But that is like, this is not love. Like, she does not love him. No. And he, and I got, I was a little proud of him because he does point out they walk because he's like, oh, okay, I have no ambition. Got it. And kind of like goes to leave. And he says to her as he's leaving, you know, it feels more like all I'm here for is to feed your motivation and ambition Mm -hmm. and not be your love. Yeah. Which he's absolutely right. And I'm like, okay, maybe we're getting somewhere with him. And she tries to smooth it over, but he's still irritated. She tries to smooth it over. She's irritated. But he still agrees to do her bidding. And then I'm like, dang it. I thought we were really getting somewhere. 
like, okay, maybe he's finally starting to see the light and yeah. realize, you know, he's on the wrong side. Right. But no, she kisses him and she basically is like, so I need you to get me those photos. And yeah. he's like, okay. And then leaves. And it's yep. like, what is wrong with you? Yeah, it's crazy. Like, mm, Their relationship it, is insane. I agree. So that was like so – that was really frustrating moment for me yeah. because I thought maybe we're finally getting somewhere where – Emre can cross over to the right side of things. Right. But no, he's still hellbent on his revenge, even if it means he's being treated like total crap by this woman who claims to love him. Well, then when he finally is kind of standing up for himself at the camp because she comes in and he's like, what are you doing here? Mm -hmm. People are going to see you. And she gets irritated because she has just seen Sanem and Emre talking and she misunderstood because he takes her hand because he's actually acting concerned for her. Right. Which is really interesting. Yeah. Because he's been a total jerk to her up until now. Um, But he's acting concerned and so she thinks he's cheating on her. Yep. And so she takes the pictures of John's campaign. Uh Uh-huh. And then While Emre's in the shower. Right. So. And she's sneaky about it. Exactly. So he doesn't actually know that she did it. He gives her the phone and says, here are those pictures. Like, Mm -hmm. obviously, this is all I'm good for. So just take this. I'm getting in the shower. Uh, And then she goes to leave because she's acting all mad at him. But then she realizes, oh, I should actually take the pictures. Mm -hmm. And then we see something bad is going to happen because she She has her hacker friend put them on the internet. And they're supposed to have a date like they've been there for a year when they haven't even been released yet for the actual campaign. Right. So that is bad So something's brewing. Something bad is brewing now. Yeah. But as far as stabbiest, I got really mad at Duran this episode. Mm, is it when she's like calling Sonem out? Yes. Okay, I and did write that down. And she says, you seem like a boss lover. Uh-huh. Don't, but don't compete with me. You'll regret it. Yep. She's like, you're obviously clever, but don't compete with me because you'll regret it. Yeah. So and she's basically like accusing her of trying to sleep her way to the top. Exactly. Because she's like, you've only been an employee for a few days and my, my, you're already having dinner with a ma- big client with yep, the boss with and the blah, boss. blah, blah. Yeah. I that made me oh that made me so mad. Yeah, I I I do agree. That was a terrible moment. I did write it down because again, there's just something about when it's two women, especially when they're supposed to be on the same team, like you guys work for the same company. This is not Eileen and someone from there. Like well, guys- and I think that yeah. I mean, if we're g- <laughs> <laughs> if we're going to get into it, obviously Eileen and Duran had some sort of history. Right. And I don't remember how much they revealed about the relationship yet? I don't think much other than just, I think, other than Duren was her assistant. They have revealed that. At some that. point, yeah. Okay. Because we've talked about that in a past episode. Okay. So um, I'm thinking that that is really the source of how awful Duren is being to mm-hmm. Sanem because she probably feels threatened. Yeah. Because she, if she was Eileen's assistant, imagine being that woman's assistant. Ugh. It would probably be an absolute nightmare. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking that this is where that's coming from. Okay. Because Sanem is getting noticed, plus Duran clearly has feelings for John. Right. So it's kind of a double whammy because John notices her mm-hmm. and John is paying attention to her mm-hmm. and now they're getting thrown together in these situations. Right. So I can see that that could be her motivation. It still doesn't make it right though. No, you're you're absolutely correct because again, I mean – she didn't go to John and say all of this. No. And she's known John longer. Uh-huh. They're more on the same level. So, I mean, obviously, he's, like, 
an owner and he so he is above her right but, but they're both they're administration both, yes you know they're, they're both, both in charge they're both mm-hmm. in management so it's like uh you should be going and taking your grievances to him like hey this is appearing if her intentions were entirely pure yes you know you need to realize what this is looking like blah blah, blah. but no she goes and threatens sanem yeah yeah so that was my it's a low blow. so yeah really that's, mad. that's a really good one Ugh. i agree um what else do we have um, a funny moment I liked is one that happened not long after Sanem realizes that Polen is an actual thing in the picture. Uh-huh. Um, and she's in the archive room with Layla trying to get logged onto her computer. Uh-huh. And Layla's like, remember, you need a password. Like, we redid everything. Everyone has their own individual passwords. And you have to get them from John. And she's uh-huh. like, oh, great. Like, forget it then. You know, I'm not. <laughs> she doesn't want to talk to him. So she's like, I guess I'm not getting a password. John John overhears like the just the last few seconds of that conversation because he's already heading down to the archive room. Pops his head around and Layla's like, oh, John Bay, you know, I was just getting back to work. She leaves. So now it's just John and Son M. And I don't remember what all is said. There's just a few things said. But right before he leaves, he's like, oh, yeah, here you go. And he like pulls a piece of paper, writes something down, folds it in half. And uh-huh. he goes, your password. And he walks out and Son M's like, Oh, I'm sure it's going to be Poland. <laughs> and she opens the note and the password is Albatross. Uh-huh. And she's so annoyed. <laughs> she's so mad. But I was like so proud of him in that. Mo- I was like, that was so good. Like That was a good move. Yeah. Another really funny moment was at the camp when Osman is there and she's they're trying to act like uh they're, they're engaged love, yeah and it's not even remotely and, believable. and the boys are all playing soccer mm-hmm. and osman is just ignoring sanem yeah. and sanem just keeps calling for him <laughs> oh osman oh osman. <laughs> and then she finally she just walks inside and blows jj's whistle and stops the game yeah drags him off and i loved what the she line said. yes i wrote she that said, down say bye to your friends we're gonna make cookies <laughs> i totally wrote that down <laughs> like like he was a little child okay say bye to your friends we're, we're gonna go make cookies like it's so <laughs> like and not even just looking at her like right. she's insane like not even <laughs> well yeah that is some insanity right there <laughs> i mean yeah of all the things it's not just like Hey, we have a date. We have the nope. It's this like well, because there was go. a the there was a cookie making right. class or whatever that, <laughs> and she's things. you know thinking they're gonna go. Yeah, <laughs> she's dragging this man away from playing soccer with other men so that he can go bake cookies. And I just thought, poor Osman, this poor guy got roped into this, <laughs> and then, and then he basically that that's how he's getting treated when he's there. It's like he's doing you a favor, and you told. Totally just made him look like a sad little puppy. Yeah. And then another thing that Sanem says in that same scene, mm-hmm. she's talking about football, soccer. She says, when it comes to football, all men turn into one-celled organisms. <laughs> so they, true. They can sit. What is that? Oh, they can still shoot even if you replace their brain with their spleen. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yep. Those are some good ones. I think um, a moment I most related to. And I had to laugh because I totally was like, oh, I can relate this to a portion of my life when before they before the items get the store back uh-huh. and Neha is just restless and he's just trying to stay busy <laughs> and he's like tinkering and doing all this stuff around the house uh-huh. that he has no idea what he's doing. 
Okay, so there was a time when my husband was on uh-huh. furlough from work. Now, mind you, my husband does know what he's doing. His yes. whole job history is in construction, so yeah. he absolutely he's does know like what Nihat he's doing. In that matter. No, he's not like Nihat in that. But he was off of work for a while, and I was working still. Mm-hmm. So, and he was getting restless because he is just someone who has to be working. Mm-hmm. And I went to work one day, and then I came home, and. One of my walls was in the middle of my floor. and But stuff like this has happened to you frequently, Kristen, <laughs> in your marriage. It's true. But this was like the biggest. Like, yeah. Other stuff I've like known we're, like we're going to do it and now my house is just a construction zone. Right. This was like something we had discussed at some point. <laughs> like, oh, we should knock this wall down and open up our living room. So uh-huh. we had two living rooms, whatever. But we would have had to like rip the carpet out, fill in cement. And there was more than just knocking a wall down. But he was so restless, he just decided while I was at work, he was going to knock the wall down. And I came home to drywall just piled in the middle of my floor. And I just thought, man, I know exactly how (laughs) Mevkabe feels right now. Only she stopped him because Nihat's like, I I probably have to take a sledgehammer to the wall. And she's like, oh, no, you're not. (laughs) So I didn't get quite to that point. The sledgehammer happened while I was gone. But I had to laugh. Yeah, you were home to to stop No, I was not. But (laughs) so I get it. I have a husband who gets restless. So Nihat, I feel you. I'm sorry. But oh man, you're making a hot mess, brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We also had some good JJ moments in yes. this episode. So when they're at the camp and Eileen's team comes in and JJ, I must he says, Oh, they all look like Chucky. She picked weird ones. <laughs> talking about Eileen's team. I'm like, you're, are you talking about like the evil, the evil doll, the evil doll, Chucky. Is that what he's talking about? He must be. I don't think that's what my translation said. I mean, he did make some weird comment about them. Yeah, but it wasn't quite that funny in the translation. Yeah, he's, but he's acting all unnerved by <laughs> by her team. It's like Chucky. What the heck? So funny. And then after he makes his whole speech, he because JJ's always yelling at people. He's, always. <laughs> Because he's the camp leader or uh-huh. whatever, the camp counselor. And he says, don't make me angry. And then right after he says, I love you. I love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We get a lot. Of, yeah. I love JJ. I love him. I think we probably say this once an episode. Probably. I just love him. Because you yeah. know what else he did this episode? He defended Sonette. Yes. He, this happened earlier. But he, first of all, when... John and Sanem first take off, and yep. then Duran, Gulis, and JJ and Layla mm-hmm. all come running to the parking lot. They're already gone. And Duran's, of course, having a fit mm-hmm. over the fact that it was John and Sanem who left hand in hand and all this yeah. stuff. And she's like, oh, just wait till tomorrow when I fire her. Mm-hmm. And JJ's like, um, no, everyone wants to everyone wants to fire this girl. John is the boss. He's gonna yep. do whatever he wants. And as we all know him, he's unpredictable. Yep. So what was she supposed to do? Not yeah. go with her boss. Yeah. He probably he's just the boss. right. He probably just dropped her off around the corner, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I just love that because, mm-hmm. you know, she hasn't worked there that long. But yep. JJ has like become a good friend to her. And then the next day The next day, yes. When everyone's talking about it at work, they're all grilling JJ about yep. it. And making all these assumptions as to what happened and, you know, they left together and nobody's seen them since and I bet they spent the night together and blah, blah, blah. And JJ is just going off on them. Um, I love that. I mean, and at some point then both Sanem and John are standing at the tea station. Right. But he protects her. But, yep. And JJ realizes, shoot, if I stop talking right now, then they're all going to see and Mm -hmm. it's going to fuel the rumors even more. So then he, like, uh, procrastinates and – Tries to get, okay, fine. I'll let fine. you. I'll, I'll let you ask me questions. Yes, you can ask me some questions. <laughs> and I just, 
I just love that. Like, yeah. he's just looking out for her. Yeah, and he totally protects her. Yeah, he's such a good, good friend. Yeah, he's a really good friend. And hilarious. So yes, he's the best. <laughs> he is we the best. We love JJ. Yes, JJ, we love you. We love him. And can I just say, I just need to make a note to yes. what a snack Osman is in this episode. <laughs> I mean, he does he, look really he, good. There, I don't know what it is about this episode. I, I don't think know. it's the way his hair is styled. And his beard was looking really good. Yeah. He and also then just gotten it like we got some trimmed. of those big Osman smiles. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, that smile could end wars. I know. If they if people were mad and Osman just came in uh-huh. or Ali just came in yeah. and smiled at everyone and they would say, Never mind, I'm not mad anymore. <laughs> Seriously. He yeah, for real. I mean, even though he's there at the camp. You know, to be Sanem's fiance. Right. Clearly, he's in love with Layla. So anytime she walks right. by or says anything to him, his face just lights <laughs> up. And it's so adorable. He loves her. Yeah. So he much. loves her. And he's just so sweet. I mean, mm-hmm. he let himself get roped into this thing, for goodness sake. I know. She's the one who convinced him. Mm-hmm. He wasn't going to do it until yep. Layla until asked Until Layla's him. like, well, I'll be there and I'll keep you company. And he says, all right. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> yep. Okay, I'm going. <laughs> But yeah, he does look good this whole episode. I mean, he always looks adorable, but like, yes, I think there's he, something about this episode. Yeah, he, he just looks wonderful in yep, this episode. I agree. Yeah, I was really appreciating. Totally my agree, sweet baby Angel. Um, I also made a note that there's at one point, and I made a timestamp because I'll I'll post a screenshot of it mm-hmm. on the Instagram. But there's this point where Muzo looks like a Domino's delivery man with the shirt he's wearing. Oh, I had forgotten about that. And I think I pointed that out to you a while ago. Like, hey, he looks like he's wearing a Domino's. And I actually have like a side-by-side of him and a Domino's delivery person, Domino's pizza. So I'm going to post that because (laughs) it just seems so fitting for stupid Muzo. Yeah. (laughs) I can't can't understand him. I feel like we need to talk to about the kind of ending scene Mm -hmm. of when everybody is um eating and there's this whole game of musical chairs yes when favri comes and then with the ring and then there uh-huh. <laughs> we don't know who's pretending to be engaged to who at the time exactly i was loving it i was cracking up at that whole thing yes oh man because they're all going back and forth and yes. then Fabri shows up and they freak out and because now she can't be sitting with osman's arm around her uh-huh. she needs to go sit next to john and have the engagement ring on yes. so she has to like stealthily grab it from emre and, and then eileen shows up so emre has to go get it back from her because so we Eileen don't want eileen to see, see the ring <laughs> Even though I'm pretty sure at this point she has already seen Sanem with it. Because when Emery and Sanem are talking earlier, remember when he's – Does she see the ring I think she saw the ring. Okay. I think she saw the ring. Because I was trying to figure that out. But he – I think what she had seen was he was holding her hand. Mm, when he like grabs it to be but like, sorry, this is so stressful. But I can't remember if she waves her hand around or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, I thought I she mean. saw the ring. Okay. I mean, I could be wrong. Either way, she thinks there's something right. going on. Because they talk about the ring at that – in that moment and she gives the ring back yes because she's like this is too stressful this is too valuable i hate having it Mm -hmm. in my possession so unless i absolutely need to be wearing it i need you to keep it yeah and that's how they wind up in the situation where she's now trying to stealthily get the ring from emory so she can be wearing it while she's sitting next to john and then she gives it back to him but then she gives it back to him (laughs) to go sit back next to osman (laughs) and it's it's just this crazy game of musical chairs yeah hilarious it's funny though because they're within that there's a couple times when you know, son, I'm sitting next to John and John's just looking at her I and know. it's like, oh, you can just see the And they're pretending mm-hmm. with air quotes. Yes, uh-huh. with air quotes. They're pretending. But she looks so much more comfortable. 
just laying against his shoulder. She was then doing the same thing to Osman, but she's trying uh-huh. to do with Osman. But it's just all hilarity with Osman. And yeah. when it's next to John, it's like happening way too easily. Uh-huh. And he's just looking at her, and you can just tell he's like, he loves the way this feels. He that chemistry. Yes, man. it's just oozing. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, I want to talk about the rest of that scene, but since it's the end, is there before we get to it? Are there any other moments that we miss that we need to bring up? I feel like that was a lot of it. I, I think like so got, too. Um, yeah, my papers waving. Yeah, I think we, I think we pretty much covered the bulk of it. Yeah, we got um, a lot. Okay, in there. so well then, let's talk about that final scene after the funniness stops of yes. her hopping back and forth. Yes, she's settled back in, sitting next to John, mm-hmm. and Fabri is now there. He's invited Eileen over to sit with them. Yes. And Duran is already at the table. So they're yeah. all sitting at the table. And John's like, you know what? Before you continue, Fabri, excuse me. You know, we'll be right back. I think he says it in Italian, like to Fabri, like, if you'll excuse us, we'll, I be, think he we'll be right back. And of course, Fabri's like, oh, I understand. Because again, he thinks they're in love and they're a couple. So he's like, right. okay, they need to go deal with something. Right. And he takes on Em's hand mm-hmm. and leads her down the steps away from everyone else, all gently. And he looks at her, he's looking her in the eye, and he basically says, Sanem, you don't have to continue this game. You do not have to hold my hand. Mm-hmm. Like, basically, you don't have to keep, you don't have to keep this up. And I, because I think he sees the stress that it was putting on her. Yeah. And. And he says, stay with me if you want to. Yes. And he says, if you really, truly want to, then stay here with mm-hmm. me. And here comes. This is now the second time Sanem has said this uh-huh. in the series. Yeah. She says to him, if you say go, uh-huh. I'll go. And if you say stay, I'll stay. Mm-hmm. She did that two episodes ago. Yep. When she was leaving the photo shoot at his house with Arzu. Right. And she's now saying it again. Yep. And that whole scene I wrote absolutely has a double meaning. Oh, yeah. Because – and it did when she said it before too, I think. Yep. It for sure does now. He is basically saying, I'm going to let you go mm-hmm. because even though he loves having her near and all that stuff, he knows it's fake. Yeah. Or at least he thinks so. Mm-hmm. So I think this is him kind of testing the waters like, is this really fake or do you feel something for me? Right. So I'm going to just basically let you go. I don't care if Fabri, you know, takes the business away from us. Yes. You are more – and at that point, he's like, you're more important. Yep. And doesn't backpedal by saying, oh, it's the employees. No. No. How you feel is more important. So we have that at the beginning of the episode and at the end. And at the but end. But at the end, he's really admitting yes. his true feelings. That yes. She's he more doesn't, important. Uh-huh. And if she's hating this, then, then absolutely they can just finish it. I don't it. want you to do this. Yeah. And mm-hmm. she doesn't have to pretend anymore. Yep. Fabri doesn't matter. Yep. None of it matters. Yep. And she, of course, you can tell she's conflicted. Right. And that's why she says what she does instead mm-hmm. of just flat out, okay, I'll stay with you or I'm going to go. Right. She basically get, puts it back on him. If you say to go, I will. But if you say to stay, I will. Mm-hmm. And I think she meant that in both ways. Yeah. You say to stay and I'll stay and keep up this facade. But if you tell me to go, I will. Yep. And she meant it also in a way literally like with him. Yeah. And and that's where it ends. Yeah. You don't hear her answer. Yeah. You don't hear his answer. Yep. And – 
that was another good hold your breath moment because you're kind of yeah, like, it oh, was. what is she going to say or what's he going to say? And then it freeze frames and you're like, well, crap, that's the end of the episode. Yeah. And they're both really starting to, I think, lay things out mm-hmm. on the line and Absolutely. be more honest with how they're feeling mm-hmm. and those types of things. Probably without being John di- without being direct about it. Very, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. But they're still we're moving somewhere. Yes, with that. things are progressing. Yeah, yeah. And oh man, so I loved this episode more than I realized because, like I said, I was already Me looking too. forward to it because of all the hut stuff. Yep. But I totally forgot all the camp things that happen mm-hmm. in this episode. Uh, which means I'm also I know now I have an idea of what's gonna go on in the next episode. In the next episode, and I'm having a hard time remembering what happens in episode six. So I, yeah, I'm like, unless again I'm confusing it, but I think I'm pretty sure I have a good idea of what's going on. So I think yeah. next week's gonna be another good one to watch and talk mm-hmm. about. There's gonna be a lot of moments and stolen glances mm-hmm. and unspoken feelings and insanely charged moments like it yeah we're we're moving places yeah (laughs) and yeah it's exciting i mean there's bad things brewing so (sighs) right you know but you know there's got to be drama right um and i was just telling Kristen, so you know we're almost episode 39 is gonna air tomorrow tomorrow real time and i have to confess i'm so far behind on the latest episodes i'm behind not as far behind as ashley but i'm behind i could not yeah i last week i didn't finish watching right so i didn't even the live stream i didn't even get to finish watching the live stream right so i haven't seen that episode subbed i haven't seen 37 subbed um yeah i think all the way back to 36 and possibly even some of 35 i haven't seen yeah I'm like really far behind so but i don't i'm i I think that going back and rewatching these episodes mm-hmm. is worsening my motivation, lessening my motivation to watch the current ones because it's that sweetness of these first Early. few episodes mm-hmm. and how things are progressing and how exciting it was to watch that happen for the first time. For the first time, mm-hmm. yeah. So I think it's not that it's ruining me, but no, <laughs> but there's I just, do think it's affecting it. There's just something magical about those yeah episodes well and again not just i don't think this is spoiling anything i was gonna that's say happening be right careful now. yeah no i really don't think it's gonna spoil anything just there the writer who originally started with the show yes is now back in real time because the writer for these episodes we're watching right now only was on the show until like what episode 18 or 19 that sounds right yeah and I just think she has a talent. She knows how to write these characters. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when you switch writers or producers or directors on any type of show, things, things are just going to change. change. They yeah. just are because everyone's got their own way of doing things. And the writer that took over is just has a different way of doing things. Yeah. Um. And so, you know, and it's, it's evident in those episodes that aired. And so I am actually looking forward to the coming weeks because – the writer who wrote these episodes that we're watching for the podcast, these early episodes, is back. Yeah. And so I think we're going to start Recapture like, recapturing some of the early episode magic. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I know I can't say much more because we don't want to spoil yeah. things. Um, but, but yeah. We'll see. Hopefully. We'll see. We'll see. Hopefully. But I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, Kristen came up with the question of the week this week. So I, why don't you tell them, Kristen? I did. Okay. So I thought it was fun. 
because of the whole dinner scene with Fabri when he asks John and Sana, I'm like, how did you guys meet? Mm -hmm. Even though it was a made up story, Mm -hmm. it was so sweet. And so I'm curious about how, about your stories, about how you met your Mm -hmm. husband, wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, um, or if, if it's even like your parents meet cute story um or it's something funny i i love hearing stuff like that mm-hmm. and so i think it would be fun if you guys wrote in emailed us dizzy for dizzy podcast mm-hmm. at gmail.com if you guys email us some of your stories and we can read some of them off next week yep. i think that would just be so fun that'd be a good way to open it up yeah because who doesn't love to hear stories about how people met mm-hmm. like it's just fun so that's your question for the week. It doesn't pertain to the show itself. It's right. about you guys because we want to we want to talk with you guys. We want to hear from you. And I think that's a fun way to just get to know people. Yeah. So that's yeah. our question. How did you meet or what is just a favorite meet cute story of someone uh-huh. you know? Yeah. If you don't have one. Yep. So send that to us at dizzy4dizzypodcast at gmail.com. Um, if you think about it, you can rate us on mm-hmm. iTunes Please. and uh, review us as well. And you can tweet us anytime at Dizzy4Dizzy. We are on Instagram at Dizzy4Dizzy. And we hope to talk to you guys. Yes. And so until we, then. Yeah. Oshakal. Yep. See you guys later. Bye.